0: Hello, it's July 14, 2019. This is episode 20 of The Rock Show, and today we are talking about the bus cut. Good morning, everybody, from International Bar. Are we international? I think so. I'm lumped up. I don't even know where the <laughs> hell I work anymore.
1: You're so, all over the place, right? Yeah, man. Well, we, uh, we survived the blackout. Yeah. We had a blackout yesterday in Manhattan. Uh, not everybody was affected, but Midtown mostly and a couple West Side.
0: You want to hear something? My parents live on Times Square, and then and they, my grandmother lives on Forty Third yeah. and Ten Five. My parents live on Forty Third and Nine Avenue. Right. Their building did not lose power, but my grandmother's building lost power. power. Yeah, right. yeah, right. They yeah, wow. got she only lives on the second floor, so she came and went to my yeah. She didn't lose a step. That's <laughs> cool. That's good. That's good. So, let's get let's get going alright what do you got for us today all right, we're
1: going to talk about the Buzzcocks uh, one of my all time favorite bands uh, they were formed in Bolton, England in 1976 and it was by singer-songwriter and guitar player Pete Shelley and singer-songwriter Howard Devoto uh, they met in college mm-hmm. these guys uh, Devoto had put an ad out in the paper um, his real name is Howard Trafford yeah and he put an ad out in the paper in late 75, want to put a band together. He said, basically, if you like Sister Ray by the Velvet Underground, write me back. And uh, that was the only prerequisite. And a guy named Peter McNish respo- yeah. responded. Now, <clears throat> one thing I got to mention, I think, in my opinion, and I think a lot of people share this, if you, if you know a lot about music, is the Buzzcocks are probably, you know, in the top three or four most important bands ever to come out of England. Yeah. Um, they were so influential, uh, and especially out of the north of England, Manchester. Um, not too many bands came out of there. I know the Smiths came out of there later on. There'd be no Smiths if there wasn't a Buzzcocks. I can tell you that much. Uh, I'm not a big Smiths fan anyway, but, I mean, even Morrissey admits that, you know. Um, in late 75, they started putting this band together and they recruited... Garth Davies on bass and a guy named Mike Singleton on drums. What was happening by late 75 in England uh, is the punk scene was starting with the Sex Pistols basically down in London. (coughs) And uh, Howard and and Pete um, they heard about this in New Musical Express uh, one of the major uh, music magazines and they heard about what was going on down there so they decided to take a train down to London in
0: February of '76 just to see what all the hype was about. But you know why they call themselves the Buzzcocks, oh, right? Yeah, I'm gonna get into yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yep, 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 gonna get into that.
1: Um, they loved the show, they loved the Sex Pistols, yeah. they, loved, they loved the way the whole thing was going they down. They actually went to London and so they, the they, they went so, to check them out. They saw the fucking yep. live show. And what they did was they got in touch with, with Malcolm McLaren, who was managing the Pistols, and, and arranged for the for the Pistols to come up to Manchester and play a place called Lesser Free Trade Hall. And that was in June of 76. Now, the Buzzcocks were cultivating their sound at that time. They were they were coming up with their own unique melodic punk rock. Um, they were supposed to play that night with the Pistols. Yeah. But it didn't happen because the rhythm section quit. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mark, uh, Mick Singleton and, and Garth Davies quit. Um, they would, however, uh, get... Um, get a, a chance to play with the Pistols in Manchester when they came back in July the following yeah. month. At that point they, they got a band together. They got a guy named Steve Diggle on yep. bass and John Mayer on drums. And that was the early Buzzcocks. That's when they started recording. Um, John Mayer they <laughs> Yeah, they John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> now you, you, you said you know, how would they come up with the name the Buzzcocks? Yeah. All right. Now they, were, they saw a review of a TV show and the review was, it's the buzz, cock. Yeah. Okay. Now, for people that don't know, cock in England means something totally different than oh, cock yeah. in America. All right. In, in England, it, it's kind of, in the north of England, it's used for like a slang for your friend.
0: Yeah, your friend. Yeah. That's what it is. It's you know, so pretty you're much a slang. you're, rob, my, you're, cock. My, you're robbing yeah. my cock. Rob <laughs> cock. Yeah. Okay. So
1: that's, that's how they came up with that. of course, they also knew about the, uh, the sexual connotation of that as well, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Now, Malcolm McLaren had organized uh, in September of 76 a a punk rock festival at the 100 Club in London, and the Buzzcocks were invited down. That was in September of 76. That was like a big deal. It was a big deal. And it was filmed. Yeah. It was filmed. Um, There's some early footage of that you could see. Uh, They played with the Pistols. Susan the Banshees, Subway Sect, The Clash, The Vibrators, The Damned—all those early, all the, the, the bands. early,
0: yeah, the fucking all the those beginning early punk
1: bands, right, right.
0: When you look at that show, that's like a fucking old star ass fucking show. Is, but you look it at is, it, it is. I
1: would, I would do anything to go back in time and see that. Um, the end of '76, they released an EP mm-hmm. called. Uh, it was a four-track EP called Spiral Scratch, and they had put together their own little. Label at that point uh, It was going to be called New, New Hormones And they were the first punk band in England To really do that To, to have their own label Yeah, uh, They released that on their own And the tracks You could check it out It's just like a, maybe about 11 or 12 minutes long Between those four songs And um, everything was very minimalistic um, There's a track on there called yeah, Boredom
0: They're the one that started like That whole independent record movement Like was it, is that <coughs> well, what they was? I wouldn't be-
1: say they started it. Other other bands had been doing that for a few years, but out of the English punk scene, they, they were the were first. Yeah, because they cause were,
0: they the were what, what I read. Because they, um, they were, they were the Manchester music scene, the independent record label movement. It was punk rock, punk power pop, and um, punk pop. Why did they call it punk pop and rock that pop? There's a lot of there's a is lot of, that of labels. Was it no, popular music? Were they I, I, punk because I thought they were punk because they, they were they, fast. They, they were like rapid fire. They, 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 they were punk, but they
1: had this unique sound of being very melodic, very catchy. You couldn't, you know, you listen to a Buzzcock song that stays in your head all day. Oh yeah. Okay, it's just that's how it is. Um, yeah. It was just a, a great combination of song, good songwriting, and 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 talent. Really good, good yeah. musicianship. And uh, I, th- you know, there's lots of labels. Yeah. Okay, punk, pop, punk. Uh, power pop. Yeah. No, I'd right. probably put them in the middle between power pop and, and punk rock if you want to label them. It's not important. I would just know. put them punk rock. Punk rock. <laughs> I mean, it's all, a, it's all rock and roll to me. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, that's really... All that stuff has existed since the beginning of rock and roll. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what you label it. Um, there was a track on there called Boredom. Mm-hmm. And uh, it basically consisted of just, you know, two notes repeated for the solo... Uh, a song called "Breakdown," which to me is one of the catchiest punk songs I ever heard. Um, well, this would be kind of like a, a changing point for them because after a few months after they released that EP, Howard Devoto would leave the band, and he left over kind of like creative differences. And but and he also, was also like a singer,
0: right? He could yeah, sing. Yeah, he also. could sing. He
1: could sing, and he wrote some of the songs, and he played guitar, and and he would. uh Basically leave the band Saying he was disgusted In the direction Punk rock was going uh, Don't know if I agree with that I mean at that point I think the The Buzzcocks Were on an ascension they, You know They really were rising And I think it was probably A mistake to leave But you know, the guy went back to school And then he would start The band magazine In 78 Which if you ever heard the song Shot by both sides Oh uh, yeah That's a great tune That whole album Was fantastic actually uh, But But you know, he would go on to just be in that band and a couple other things so Pete Shelley at this point with the Buzzcocks he takes on uh, the majority of vocals uh, Diggle would switch from bass to guitar they mm-hmm. would get Garth Davies back on bass the guy who left yeah. before the first gig yeah okay and then in September of 77 Davies would be fired again okay well he, first time he quit then he'd be fired yeah. for just being an unreliable asshole basically not missing gigs and everything And they would get a guy named uh, Steve Garvey on bass, okay? Uh, The new lineup would get signed with United Artists Records on August 16th, 1977, and that
0: day is a day that lives in infamy because Elvis died that day, that was the same day. Well, here's something funny about these guys, so they they pretty much came out, out they came out of the fucking firing, because they were a success right away, they had commercial success right away, it didn't take them long. the first album... They didn't, they
1: didn't really have... I mean, uh, they weren't never as... Uh, they didn't have number ones. They weren't as big as The but, Pistols but or they The were, Clash. They, but they were up there. They, they were They were. up there. um Their records charted. They did well. Their albums would be in the top 50 and things like that. Uh, what I liked about them... That's but they kinda, took out a bunch of singles. They yeah, had singles, well, that's singles. The, that's the thing. They, what I was going to say is what I liked about them is they released a lot of singles. And in those days... That was kind of the tail end of people doing that. They really wasn't as common anymore. Now people yeah. don't do it at all. But what you used to do was you would release a single and then maybe a couple of months later come out with an album, but that single would not be on the album. Okay, so you would have to buy the single and then the album. And then the album. And the, the, the logic was, was, why should we put a song on an album that just came out as a single? Yeah. You know, I mean, one band that, that always did that... Is, uh, is The Stones. Okay? Oh, yeah. They, uh, they would put singles out and release, you know, like, like for instance, the, this month was the 50th anniversary of the song Honky Tonk Woman, and that was never on an album. That's just a single. A lot of people think it's on albums. It's on compilation albums, but it was never on a studio album. And the Buzzcocks did this, too. They would release uh, uh, a song called Orgasm Addict as a single, uh, a song called What Do I Get? That actually would crack the top 50 in the UK, that song. And uh, their debut album was called Another Music in a Different Kitchen. And it was released in March of 1978. You had songs on there called Fast Cars, No Reply, I Don't Mind. Uh, that actually got to number 55. And a song called Auto- Aut- Autonomy. I never could say that word, Autonomy. So, Hello, Katie and Sean our friend Dakota just came in literally this morning from Seattle glad you're here glad you're here (laughs) he arrived at six am and and Sean dropped me off a CD here by a band called Hex Machine from Richmond, Virginia I'm gonna check them out everybody's been getting in touch with me lately about bands to review so that should be cool I I still
0: think we should do a show but we get um, I'll bring a thing and we'll hear a song
1: yeah
0: and we're either gonna like it or we're gonna shit on it yeah you know? It's like a, one of those, like, we should do, like, an episode where it's just, yeah. we listen to it, we put the song out, we listen to it if we like yeah. it. Nah, yeah, yeah
1: nah. Now, now, let, me, let me throw it out there now to everybody, if you're listening, uh, August 18th, we're going to have a little party here at the International Bar. It's a Sunday. It's a day when we'll be recording the show anyway, because it's my 50th birthday. 50th birthday, 50-year rock and mic. So everybody come down, hang out, free food. Rob will be here bartending. We'll do a
0: podcast. We should do something special that day with the podcast. We've got to talk about that. Um, maybe, maybe what you just said. Maybe
1: something like that.
0: Yeah, we could do you that. Know. We'll bring... Um, like, cause we could, I, could, I got Spotify. I can I get the music wherever. Cause yeah. I could, you, you just got to tell me what, where they're on. All right. Sounds good. You know? So, getting back to the Buzzcocks. Uh,
1: this first album, another music in a different kitchen. was, was doing pretty good. Uh, by September of 78, again the same year they put out a second album mm-hmm. okay first one came out in march this second album called love bites came out in september and it would reach number 13 in the uk charts and that was the that was uh you know some bands have like a sophomore jinx with their second album uh not this band i mean every song on it was fucking great all right uh, so what
0: was the first album they took
1: out Another music in a different. Another kitchen. music, yeah. March that's, of seventy
0: eight. what was that? What, was that compilation? A lot of the singles that. It no, put? you're thinking of singles going steady. I'm going to single. Ta- I'm, that's I'm gonna, what I. Yeah, that's ta- what I'm thinking. Ta- I'm I'm important now? I'm going to talk yeah, about that's
1: it. What I, sort of. That's what I got
0: in yeah. my mind. I'm like, yeah.
1: okay. Well, that's the. That was an American release, so we're going to yeah, talk about that right. in a minute. Um, when they released "Love Bites that was the album that had ever fallen in love with someone you shouldn't have fallen in love with. We that's on the That's on the jukebox. Everybody knows that song. You know, um, but at that point in the United States, they, they, they had begun doing some small tours, yeah. but they really hadn't broken yet. Uh, the Buzzcocks in the States originally, it's an interesting story, I mean, they, they, they played here, they played all the, all the usual clubs, I think they played CBGBs, stuff like CBGB, that, yeah. Uh, but uh, they, they never quite really broke until the band broke up, okay? yeah. I'll get into that in a second. Um, September of 79 now they released their third album it's called A Different Kind of Tension and you had tracks like Paradise You Say You Don't Love Me I Don't Know What To Do With My Life and I Believe um, that album will get to number 26 in the UK and that album is what started to Turn things a little bit in the States for them because it actually charted in the top 200 yeah. on
0: Billboard and it got to 163. You know what's amazing about them? They never really released like a bad album. Mm-mm. Like if you look at their album they no. released some pretty solid I never album. heard a, I don't
1: even think I ever heard a Bad Buzzcock song. Even the latest stuff that came out after numerous breakups and reunions they would come out with a studio album here and there and it, yeah. they were all good.
0: But I think the early stuff was Of course. The, was, the, first, the first three
1: albums it's called what it's called. It's called. That's really what you what you gotta you
0: have. Know, it's called like when you listen to those albums, like you know, there's not I don't think there's even a bad song on those albums. Nah. Even if you don't like a song, there's always a catchy tune, that, like you say, yeah. You've been singing that fucking song all day long and, in your head. And <laughs>
1: co- college radio in seventy nine was starting to take off and they, they, they played a lot of colleges when they did come here. So I wouldn't say they were a college band, but they were just definitely getting a lot of play on college radio stations. Oh,
0: yeah, without question.
1: And that would... Uh, right. Oh, Mario, shout-out to you. Take I'll care. See you, guys. Oh, shout-out to, the Od- Mario. Shout out to um, Boogie. 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 Boogie, shout-out to you, man. Boogie lives. Boogie lives. And go visit Mario at the Odessa. He's a good waiter. Yeah, he is. Um, you know, they were starting to get some buzz about them. And they're in they colleges. Nope.
0: Yep.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get into the sexuality of the buzz guys? No. I somebody, I got into a fight
0: <laughs> with somebody that was so pissed off that I say, David Boy fucked Iggy Pop." they yeah. was disturbed by that. They them. told the me David. that story. Yeah. They didn't like that. They didn't like it. I just told a guy, fuck off. He forgot that Mick Jagger, that Mick Jagger was right behind pushing yep. Everybody him. <laughs> knows that story. Oh, man. So
1: uh irs records in the united states um one of the first real like independent labels uh they were interested in the buzzcocks and they signed them to a deal they put out singles going steady singles and this was yeah, all their right. singles in in europe uh some of this stuff you couldn't get here uh or it was very expensive as an import okay and they would release the singles and the b-sides and some extra yeah. tracks. And uh, over the years, the Singles Going Steady album would actually be expanded. You know, once CDs came along, they added extra yeah, tracks. I think it's got about—I think it started with 16, and it's got like over 20 now when you when you buy it.
0: Um, you know, that some reviews, some guys, some critic called that album a fucking punk masterpiece. It is, no doubt. They call it a punk no masterpiece. No and it's if like, holy any, shit. If, if, say if, this if, is. if there's any record that
1: you should have by the Buzzcocks, if you're just a casual fan, it's that. Okay, right. First time I heard that album, I was blown away. Because I only knew a few songs. A few songs. But they, there was stuff on there that wasn't on the albums. You know, so... And it was, it was gold, I mean. And they... It actually charted in the United States. I think it got got into the top 200. I know that. I don't know the exact number, but I'm, I'm pretty they, sure it they got into the top chart. 200.
0: They never hit a high, but they, hit they never the chart hit a big hit. No,
1: but what would happen is they were like a slow burn. Yeah, and they, they would become popular even after they broke up. Yeah, okay, bands like Nirvana. Yeah, okay, would be on record saying you know, very influenced by the Buzzcocks. I mean, a major band like Nirvana in the early 90s yeah. saying something like that was a big deal. It was it's a kind big of, deal. It's kind of like what Metallica did for the Misfits. Okay, Metallica always wore Misfits t-shirts and, you know, talked, to, Yo, played, yeah. covered the Misfits. How many people knew the Misfits? No, not, not too much. Not too many. Punk, Dude, punk people did. you with, believe
0: they're playing? I'm going to talk about can that. Can you believe yes, that? I'm mean, a little shocked by they're that. They're playing the Garden, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to hear something that um, uh, says you broke up McDo- uh Nirvana, you ever heard um, their version of the man, the man that sold the world, the Bowie song? Yeah, that is very did I hate to say that. I fucking love it. No, I like it. It's a you know, th- and I shit at them a lot sometimes. I, I, used, I used to <laughs> I used
1: to shit on Nirvana a lot, only because it was more like I was older yeah. than a lot of the kids into it. Yeah. So when I would go, for instance, like. You know, if I went to go see the Ramones for the 50th time and Teen Spirit was getting played over the, the PA system, I'd turn this fucking shit off, you know? But over the years, it grew on me. You know, um, they, they were just like uh, we should do a show on Nirvana. Yeah, we, we really, we probably move. need to. Close, close. Uh, so many people love them, and they really are an important band. Uh, I used to and kind that, of shit on that, them, but I, I'll, I'll definitely do a show. From that
0: band, we got the Foo Fighters.
1: Of course, well, I still say it's better than Nirvana. Oh, I think
0: the Foo Fighters. <laughs> What's the name of that guy? That, uh, Dave Grohl. Dave That guy's fucking great. That guy is oh, that yeah. amazing. Multi-talented. Like, multi-talented. He can play a few instruments. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so. United Artists would, would drop the buzz talks, um, and in 1980, they would sign to Liberty Records. Yeah, Liberty they Records. released a few singles, uh, one song called Why She's a Girl from the Chain Store, which got into the top 75, and they were recording demos for a fourth album to be released on Liberty, but the band broke up in 1981. That was the end
0: of them. Why did they break up? Uh, I don't really
1: creative differences. I think it was. I don't really
0: think they had too many drug problems. We were more creative. They, they, they probably had, but they I were, never. Yeah, I mean, they. Like, you never the, heard that many scandals. They, of they're,
1: they're one of these bands that was very private with their personal life. You didn't hear too much, which is good. I, I hate when bands get into like too many things, but yeah, I never heard about major drug problem problems there, or anything. But it was Eagles. It
0: was Eagles. Probably. It was all egos as oh, I want to go this you know, we should do this, you know how it is. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And uh over the years the band would reunite reunite and break up several times. Uh that would be over the next twenty five, thirty years, really. Yeah. They would get together every couple of years, do a tour, tour with someone you know, break we, up again. They had different
0: members. When they got back together, what's it nineteen eighty nine? Yeah. So it was eight got, years later. So they got they they they, they prayed to now. Yeah. To today. Yeah, every couple of years But yeah. I think the band is like Steve, uh, Steve Digg Steve Diggle Chris um, Remington Yes And a Danny Ferran It's
1: possible, it's possible uh, Diggle said he's going to go on um, Even though Pete Shelley passed away Yeah
0: Okay So who's these singing? Is as- Steve Diggle? Diggle, I think Diggle's, he's
1: singing yeah. uh, Sadly, Pete would die of a, of a heart attack suddenly yeah. In December of, of last year Uh, he was at his house he lived in Estonia of all places in Europe Estonia yeah and uh, he just died and it's sad I remember coming in here uh, I think I was sitting with Feo and the news the news news broke through and he was very upset yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, I got to do an album of the week okay and that'll be singles going steady that because, because of the reasons I just said before you know, that's the album that turned me on to them and it's the album you really should have and it's got a B-size A-size of a single B-size extra tracks get the expanded version if you can
0: uh, it's a masterpiece that album absolute masterpiece but, but these guys were I think the, the, you know the sex pistol pretty much influenced these guys
1: well they were influenced by the pistols and you know uh, Johnny Rotten's on record saying he loves the Buzzcocks and he hates everything Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if he likes it it's
0: something good right I, I think they're a guy that is such a good band and I think people the, the reason people are still listening to them because they still play but they don't realize like what they did before they yeah. got to this play and how many times they got together? <laughs> Let's break up. They yeah. got together yeah, yeah. to the point that it's a whole new band now. Even though you got one guy that didn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I it.
1: mean, it's you know, Diggle. Diggle's a you know an original member for the most yeah. part, and I mean, you know, he's not on the uh, the uh, Spiral Scratch, but he's on the rest of the stuff. Yeah, and you know, I think he could take over for the band as long as they keep that melodic sound. I think they'll always be good. I, I haven't seen them in about ten years, maybe eleven years. I saw them quite a. I saw them in '89, I think it was, or '90. They they came here. I think that was the original, and right? That was Except the, for the, Howard.
0: Howard. Howard. Well, Howard. They,
1: they did reunite with Devoto a couple of times, yeah. but I think they were like one-off gigs. Yeah, I it think. was like
0: special shows. Yeah.
1: Um I remember one time seeing them at the. I think it was, Town Hall, or the Academy of Music. I think it was Town Hall, and something happened. I don't know something happened with the ticket sales I don't know what there was like 50 people at this show oh shit okay and I remember it was in winter time and it was it was a miserable night too it was snowing and raining and maybe people didn't want to go out or whatever but they, they they didn't sell enough tickets but they went on anyway so here I am in like a totally empty place I'm right in front of the stage Pete Shelley's like singing to me you know I was like it, it was fantastic it was fantastic you know they were, they were a great band. they were great live too
0: yeah, that's a shame. It's a shame that that he,
1: Peter he, died. Yeah, he was—he was like, I don't know, not even sixty years old. I don't think. He yeah, was, he just, yeah, he just, yeah, had he a heart did, attack. He
0: just had a heart attack, and yeah. it, that's it.
1: Yeah, but uh, definitely get the album singles going steady. It's mandatory.
0: I gotta tell you, I don't own that album, but I'm gonna put it on my um, put on your
1: Amazon wish list.
0: Uh, no, I should I should yeah. do an Amazon list. So I'm getting some of the people that listen to the show and send me albums to the international. I'll put yeah. them on and listen to them. And then we could, could tweet the, uh, talk about the album, see? <laughs> um, but I definitely, no, um, I pretty much don't, I got you know the way I listen to music, and I hate to say this, I don't even buy an album. I got my I, Apple you, my Apple. music, no different than anybody. my Apple music that I pay 9 ninety nine 99 a month for it. And I pretty much got a category of whatever the fuck I want to this. so I pretty much got a list. I got a lot of fucking Ramones, I got a lot yeah. of Buzzcock, but... I don't listen to albums. I got like songs. So I should start yeah. just getting the albums and listen to the albums listen to songs.
1: Yeah, I mean, I get into that sometimes because, like, in my car, I listen to a lot of mixes yeah. and stuff like, like I, that. But it's good sometimes to go back to the studio albums and you know, like for instance, you mentioned the Ramones. Ramones are my all-time favorite band. Yeah. Okay, hands down. And and you know, I'll always listen to a greatest hits or something. But then every once in a while, you want to sit down. And you want to just listen to the album in the order of everything, you know, from beginning. And it's nice on vinyl, too, you know, yeah. you flip it over, you know, and, and you just kind of rediscover the
0: album. That's always fun to do. I was listening to the Ace of Space album the other day. Oh, ahead. And, well, yeah, what a fucking album. Oh, that's a masterpiece. Holy shit, I'm there listening, and I got on my fucking earphone, and I think I was deaf after listening to the album because I hadn't seen them live, man, up. let me tell you. I saw them live once in a WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember you saying that they were the one of the loudest bands I ever heard. Go ahead. So what, what, um, what else you got for us, Mike? Well, got uh, two
1: shows coming up. I want to talk about one is tonight, and I'm going to with my wife. Uh, the Daddy Long Legs. Daddy Long Legs. Okay, hey. they're one of my favorite new bands that are around today. Um, they are a three piece. They just do roots rock and roll, blues based, but it's heavy. Uh, They've got a little bit of a Cramps influence in their music, but it's really just roots rock and roll. The singer, uh, Chris Hurd, he plays harmonica. Uh, They've got a great guitar player, great drummer. They're playing in Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bazaar. And then uh, the after party is going to be at the bar, Wicked Lady over on Morgan Avenue. They have a rooftop area oh, nice. where they do shows and nice. I think they're going to play a little bit and hang out with everybody if you want to head over to that nice. I'll be there if you want to hang out when they buy me a couple of drinks or whatever
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um the other show I got to talk about and we, we, we touched on it for a second it's been announced uh October 19th the Misfits are playing Madison Square Garden but they're playing well they're bands. playing they're playing Rancid and The Damned it's not they're, a bad show no, that's a that's a great lineup. And, the, you know, the dam, uh, they've played with the dam before historically going back to the 70s. So yeah. it's kind of cool that they're with them again. Um, I, the tickets, there's going to be a pre-sale starting Monday, the, tomorrow, the 16th, um, at 10 a.m. through July 18th on Ticketmaster. All right. Then the actual general tickets will go on sale on July 19th, I think, at 10 in the morning. All right. I have no idea what they're going to charge for these tickets. I'm sure it's going to be expensive. They, you know, they've been raking it in on these reunion shows. You you
0: know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna call Budweiser and see if they could give me like two I would, seats in the. I would be
1: indebted to you big time if you could hook let me, me
0: up. With let me. What day is it? Halloween, right? Well, it's right before Halloween, October nineteenth. October. So let me see if I, I will call Bob Bud, Budweiser and say I want tickets for the Misfits. If you could do that, that'd be great. And it will be. In they're the gonna lounge. be a
1: few hundred. They're gonna be a few hundred bucks. They
0: will, They're gonna be in the lounge. I can only get two tickets. So it'll probably. Be, it'll probably be at the lounge. I'll, I'll call them. I'll, I'll call my guy Budweiser tomorrow and try and put me on the list for that they owe me a bunch of favors anyway. It's okay, cool. That's and cool. we'll be in the lounge three oh seven. The lounge and I haven't been in show. that lounge yet. the lounge course. is up top, and you can see the stage and everything. And um, is it's it, free beer. It
1: cha- is it that Chase Bridge? Yeah. Oh, so you're looking down. You're looking but down. It's great. I've seen it for, during hockey games and stuff. Yeah, it's great.
0: But uh, we will be there. I, I seen. I saw the, the the Queen of the Stone Age. I oh. saw um, Smashing Pumpkin cool. up there. I cool. saw Weezer and. Um, I've seen a bunch of bands. Here. It's not a bad place to see a band. You really, you really don't got nobody in front of you, and free booze, free, free booze, free, free bud, the, the, free the, the bud, way, the way, the,
1: right? Waiter brings it over to you, yeah.
0: right? Yeah. No, no. You just go get oh, it. Go it's get it. a guy, and he opened a beer. Yeah. And if you want to buy a bottle, it's like sixty bucks. If you want a whole bottle of liquor, which is nice, not bad either. Nice, nice. So, um, what else you got? That's so all I got, my man. So where can we get you at? Where can we find you at? You can
1: find me on Twitter, rockamike3. And you can find me on Instagram, rockamike212. And if you want to find me on Facebook, I'm very active on there.
0: Name is Michael Baker.
1: Where um, are you, Rob?
0: we got to find you, too. Where are you? Um, I'm on YouTube, Getting Lumped Up. Uh, I'm also on Twitter, Getting Lumped Up. Um, Facebook. Instagram. Every place you can find a cheap whore, I'm there, That's waiting. That's true. That's true. <laughs> if it's a dive bar. He's in there. Yeah, it's a dive bar. So, um, I think next week's um. What are we gonna do? You wanna do the brats? Nah, no nah, We did the brats. We did the brats. Ago. Yeah,
1: we talked about the brats. Should we do them? um
0: the Dead Kennedy or the Jam?
1: Let's do the Dead Kennedys. Do
0: the Dead Kennedys? Yeah. I gotta you take my what else you got there I got I got the Misfits I got the Buttskill the Dead Kenny, the Jam and the Special let's do the Dead Kennedys next week so next week will be a whole, yeah, whole episode I, I, of I gotta Dead talk Kennedy. to
1: a buddy of mine maybe we can get him
0: on uh, and we also got pretty soon that Bobby Steele show yeah that's
1: that, um, I, well did you get the permission? Um? Did you get permission to get to that? I haven't seen Molly. I'm gonna talk to her tomorrow. I just probably gonna switch
0: the day. So I gotta get
1: I gotta get back to Bobby and his wife and then you go
0: and call Eric and so we can get some. Maybe we do That's next Monday if we can do it. All right. Sounds good to me. So we'll do a show and then we'll do and then we'll just put it up on Sunday.
1: Yep. Yep. So next week, Dead Kennedy's everybody. Next week. Yep,
0: Dead Kennedy's have a good weekend. Fuck you, thank you. Remember Don't get get drunk, drunk, get lumped lumped up. up.
1: shout out to you. Vanya. Oh, did you? Just a little, you know.